everyone, my name's Amy Kelly and along with my friend Aaron Atini, we've been lucky enough to experience the finer things in life. Graduating university with a first class honours degree in musical theatre, living it up in London's West End for many years, circumnavigating the globe several times doing what we love. But all is not what it seems. We're now stuck living in a caravan back in Dorset. So welcome to our podcast, The Dorset Dumplings. Hiya darling, I got a Tex-Mex party selection. Do you want an onion ring? (laughs) (laughs) Hello there, I'm Aaron Latini. And I'm Amy Kelly. And we are The The Dorset Dorset Dumplings. Dumplings. Well, a big welcome back to episode three of series two. Now, I'm very excited for this episode, Amy, because... We're not alone, are we? We're not alone. We've got a very special guest this evening. This is a nighttime podcast. It's a nighttime podcast, and we're coming live from the jewel in the crown of the United Kingdom. We are in the Cotswolds. The Cotswolds, near Swindon, as Swindon. our uh, Nat As Nat, my sat nav said. We're near Sirencester. We are in the Cotswolds at a lovely holiday park, and we've got a very luxurious. It's not a caravan, it's a lodge. We're a going lodge. Up the lodge Aaron. We've got a hot tub, four bottles of Prosecco, and we are good to rock and roll. Yeah, we've got some £3.29 Baron red wine from Aldi, oh, and we are ready yes. for a party. Some extra dry £5.29 mm. Prosecco as well, jolly. But tonight, who have we got in? We've got an industry professional who has performed in the West End and has also toured all around the United Kingdom in various plays, and he's worked closely with Bill Kenwright, if I'm not mistaken. Very, very close with Bill Kenwright. So we have kind of got a, we've got a mini celeb a mini from the celeb. Cotswolds If you tonight. listen very carefully, you can hear him warming up in the background as we speak. Mm-hmm. What an angel. Mm-hmm. Very there he is. There he is. Absolutely beautiful. He'll be with us. Okay, thank you, Josh. He'll be with us very, very shortly. Okay, so as he is warming up. <laughs> Aaron, how's your week been? Oh, my week, darling. It's been wonderful, actually. Wonderful. Um, been wonderful. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been busy working as we as We did something very theatrical, didn't we, last week? On Monday, what did we do? <gasps> we went to London. We went to the big smoke. We took our friend Meg, 27 years of age, isn't she? She's never been to London in her whole life. So, what did we do? We took her up there. We took her up there. We saw uh, a West End show called Waitress. Really, really good. We went to Chinatown to introduce her to the delicacies of Chinatown, where we had an all-you-can-eat buffet for mm. nine ninety nine. Too good after we, we felt quite heavy afterwards. Very after those, bilious, uh, as you would say. Very bilious. But the show was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, a really good show, but. Because we've been drinking prior and we were going out afterwards, it was quite a heavy story, lots of domestic violence and um, <laughs> a lot of pies were involved. A lot of pies were involved. But I did like the soundtrack. I've been listening to it this week, singing it in my car. I wish we'd seen Mary Poppins because then we could have got, I've got, got, I've got up and danced. I know, I know. It was a good show though, and I think Meg liked, didn't she? Her and first we... experience on the tube as well. Oh yes, it was, it was, it was like a. Make a wish day, wasn't it? Make a wish foundation. <laughs> yeah, yeah we'd like taking to, our friend yeah. to London. Well, I'm, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think we're both up for Pride of Britain awards, aren't we, are, we now? Yes, just call yes. us Samaritans of the UK. And then we introduced her to Soho. We went to Gay. Yep, she loved it in there. And Gay late. Two pounds a drink. Two Bargain. It was £1.80 when I was there five years ago, so inflation has made it more expensive. I know, we weren't, weren't too happy about the 20p rise, no. but we've got to get on with it. 
And uh, apart from that, we've now we're in the Cotswolds, so we're really sort of flaunting ourselves around the UK at the moment, aren't we? We're practically on a nationwide tour. Um, <laughs> next week's Birmingham, I think. <laughs> Hopefully, come see us in your local Waterstones very, very soon. <laughs> right, without further ado, shall we welcome our lovely Josh? Oh, yes, here he is, ladies and okay. gents, the one and only... Joshua Price! Hello, everyone. Hello. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, it was actually stage right, and you introduced me as Josh. It's actually a Joshua Price spotlight pin 125 369 And have you got the same name on Equity and Spotlight? Yes, guys, I'm so starstruck. I can't believe I'm sat here with the Dorset Dumpkins. Get used to it, Podcast professionals, the creme de la creme of the podcasting world. Well, um, as I said, we we like to make people's day, so we took Meg to London, and now we thought we'd ask you to be on our podcast. So <laughs> we, we really are trying to make lives better. So yeah, people's lives out there. So, Josh, you are probably our most uh, influential friend in the industry at the moment. So, <laughs> <laughs> tell us where did it all start for you, Josh? Um, so for me, it's from humble beginnings. <laughs> <laughs> it was very much humble beginnings, you yeah. know, um, very much like you guys started off uh, at an amateur dramatic society. Um, I was playing the um, major domo in a, in a production of Cinderella mm-hmm. um, at the age of 12. And then from there, well, the only way was up, really. Mm-hmm. I um, I moved on to a production an all-white production of The Wiz in which I played the, um, <laughs> in which I played the, the, the title role of The Wiz. So you were the lead role? I, not the lead, obviously Dorothy Gale is the oh, lead yes, role, but I was, I was the title role. Oh. So I was really So the, for those who haven't seen The Wiz, I've never seen it, I've never read it, and I don't know anything about it, apart from, is it like The Wizard of Oz? So it, it's exactly the same storyline as The Wizard of Oz, but it was created, um, it's a black version of The Wizard of Oz, so all the music oh. is based, you know, it's very gospel. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's great, the music, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, it's fantastic. So... Um, I think Diana Ross and Michael Jackson were in the film yeah, version the originally, originals. and then my amateur dramatic company decided to um, take on the production. Um, it was I mean, you they, and I, I mean, Smith I mean, the there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't one black person, really? um, so it was a bit of a strange choice. But obviously, the best choice they made was making. Moi, the title. Yeah, you did save the show. That you saved the show. <laughs> it's got good music in it. Fantastic. Yeah, it's I really love good. gospel music, so no, I think you I might really give like it a it. listen. Have a little look on YouTube. So you did that, and then did you think, it, this is my calling? So before you decided you wanted to be a performer, is there anything else you wanted to become in life, or was it always the one dream? Um, do you know what? There, I, I don't think there was anything else as I was growing up. So I, I kind of... You know, dabbled in a bit of amateur dramatics, yeah. and then I. You're I, from Wales, aren't you? I am from Wales. What part yes. of Wales are you from? At South Wales, Caerphilly. Oh, lovely! Yeah, so yeah. it's quite strong the Andram scene down it's a there. Cheese, isn't it? It's what? Caerphilly. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that it? where Caerphilly's come from? Yes. Well, I never. Yeah, we See, very educational. An educator as well, um, I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we call you uh, an international influencer, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you were in Wales, so you did your Andram, and then what? Had to, where did you go after that? So I obviously did the same as you know, you know, everyone else that that's aspiring to tread the boards. I auditioned for every drama school in the country, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I was lucky enough to get a place at. at at a really good school, so which was so, uh, that was the Guildford School of Acting. Never heard of it. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Guildford? 
excited. So, was there was there a dream school that you wanted? Was that the one you wanted to go to? Do you know what it was in all in all in mm. all seriousness? It came with a degree. I mean, a degree in musical theatre doesn't go very far. Alas, mm. it's still a degree, isn't it? Here we oh, are, yeah. all now sat in a caravan in the Cotswolds <laughs> recording a amateur podcast. On his own. <laughs> 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 yes. But yeah, no, I, I I always did want to go to GSA yeah. and I had the best three years there. Well, you were very lucky, Josh, because I had a different experience with my audition at GSA. <laughs> oh my goodness. So um, I auditioned for GSA. That was also my dream school as well. Um, but unfortunately, when I went for my audition, I got through to the very last rounds. Mum and Dad were tra- traipsing up to GSA, you know, spl- uh, splashing out in the premiere in for my final recalls. And then the final on the final recall, the lady said, we can't take you because are you aware that you've got a speech impediment? And I said, oh, I said, no, no, I, I'm not aware of that. I th- sorry, what do you mean, speech impediment? I don't really want to get into Drea Thayer, do you know what I mean? She went, yeah, your tongue falls far too, far too forward in your mouth. I was absolutely devastated. So of course, Dee Dee, Dumpling Donna Dorset, took me straight down to Poor Hospital, the NHS, almost made me wait in A&E areas. She was so desperate to find out what was wrong with my tongue. <laughs> I went to a speech therapist and I said, well, I've got a lisp, obviously. She went, this is ludicrous. Why are you even here? So that Really was... waiting NHS resources. I literally, I know. And I was, so, I was so damaged that I had to take a year out. You know, I had to go to, <laughs> I had to, go to Ibiza and find myself for six weeks. So you had a great experience at GSA. Unfortunately for me, I didn't quite make the cuts. But, you know, never mind. You win some, you lose University some. University of West London was absolutely well, fine. Well, it's quite funny because the same lady that said you had a speech impediment, mm-hmm. Josh also had, uh, has history with. Sorry. Don't you, Josh? Um, Please tell us the story of your, so, uh, of what was she, your li- linguistic well, well, yeah, teacher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, said woman. Mm. Um, oh, said woman, sorry. Said woman. <laughs> <laughs> Cut out the Barbara. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hiya, Bob. I actually keep it in. Hiya, Bob. You all right, love? <laughs> Do you know when you said I wouldn't make anything of myself? Look, look at where I am now. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, Barbara. So she was um, our, our speech teacher, speech and speech and, uh, and and accent. And I'm just about to drop an industry term, guys. We we were learning Gen Am. <laughs> Sorry, just for our listeners out there, can you please explain what Gen Am is, so, please? For all the muggles out there, Gen Am <laughs> is. General America. Oh, oh, very yeah. complicated very term. Complicated. Um, so, so yeah, this 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 woman, uh, her name is actually Barbara, made Fast. it made it very clear to us that um, once once we started learning these accents, you could speak in nothing but the accent mm-hmm. in the class. So she said, from the moment that she declares, we shall only speak in Gen Am. <laughs> So she was, she was very, very well spoken. Um, and she said, so from this moment on, you will only speak in Gen Am. Okay, y'all. Um, so <laughs> I've been to a basketball match this evening and I have got a flat cap on. So she, she, she her accent didn't change at all. Just said normal she, just, she just used American oh words God. like y'all and guys and, <laughs> and, and spoke about baseball. Did anyone pick her up, up on it? Or no? Did anyone say, well, you're not doing the no, accent? No, well most of them are from Iceland so they didn't know the difference anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Jen Am, so what other language, what other um, accents have we got? Okay, okay, brace yourself. Um, okay. So we've got RP, RP, what does this mean? <laughs> Receive pronunciation. The Queen's English. Oh, the Queen's... Like, is this like a... Hello, I'm hello. speaking RP. R- oh, right. bit like uh, Maggie from 
uh, Downton Abbey. Actually, you're quite RP, Aaron. Darling, it's the homosexual inside me. All homosexuals <laughs> yeah. speak RP, darling. It's very, in the genes. Very Julian Clary. <laughs> very Julian Clary. Okay, so we've got RP. Yeah, um, what else have we said? I mean, then you've got... I could take you around the whole UK. I mean, we've got <laughs> Scottish. Um, we've got... Birmingham, you do a good Birmingham ac- accent. Roll my accent, love yeah, that. Yeah. We had a teacher in our college wrote that. She used to call somebody called the Limba. And the Limba was basically a form of yoga. It was downward dog and we had to hold the plank for four minutes. And if we couldn't, and if we couldn't hold it, then we failed our movement exams. Absolutely ludicrous. Um, what's your favourite accent da- uh, to do? Sorry, just, sorry. That oh, was an sorry. In- you just dropped an industry term without actually knowing. Oh, sorry. Um, downward dog for anyone. Two palms on the floor, two of your, two of your feet, and your anus stuck up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> and sniff, sniff, sniff. <laughs> <laughs> Outrageous. Have you got a favourite accent? I am, do. I, do you know what? I'm actually not very good at accents. You're not? Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, Josh. Um, do you find that lets you down in the industry? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm sat here bloody recording this thing so clearly. Clearly not. Well, I do. Really you really have you, the best. You're quite a colourful character, but you went to university with a few colourful characters as well, didn't you, darling? So not university, drama school. Um, can you please tell me about your American friend <laughs> Who didn't know the words to anything? So we we had this um, we had this girl. She she was from California, California, yeah. <laughs> motherfucker. And uh, another accent that I mastered during them. them Jenna, classes. Jenna, 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 Jenna. Um. So anyway, this this particular student had no desire to be there, no desire to learn the words. So we would have a brief every week during our industry practice classes. For instance, bring two pop rock songs because you're auditioning for. We will rock you. Right. Uh, that was the actual brief that she was given on this particular week. So she turned up. No sheet music, um, which is a cardinal sin, really, mm, in, in, in the industry. <laughs> in the industry. <laughs> I've spoken to the industry. They said it's a cardinal sin. <laughs> so anyway, she turned up to this class. Um, no sheet music. The protocol was go up to the pianist, give him your sheet music, set tempo, um, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she turned up. She just said... Could I get an A, please? She stood in the middle of the room, sang, Oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? Because she clearly <laughs> forgot all the sheet music. Anyway, it was worked on. Next week, we had an audition for Sweeney Todd, and it was Bring a Song from the Show. So, um, any, any industry fans out there will know there's a song in Sweeney Todd called By the Sea. Yeah. Very, very fast. It's a song. By the sea, Mrs. Mrs. Todd. Yeah, very fast. Um, It's very wordy. It's a Sondheim show, isn't it? Mm. Um, So anyway, uh, she went, so um, I'll be singing Near the Ocean from Sweeney Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Which is obviously actually by the sea. Yeah, by the sea. But she clearly grabbed all of the words and changed it to Near the Ocean. Anyway, so the pianist started to get... By the sea, she did the whole minute and a half, not saying any word at all, <laughs> any word at all. So that was kind of the start of her journey. That was the start of the second year, and then it developed into third year. Then when 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 we were going into shows and things, very funny. Oh my goodness! And what did she do? The sister to do sister act. The she show? did. She did. So she she was playing a lead role in Sister Act, which was um, our final our final uh, show. So all you know, as you guys uh-huh. know, all the agents <laughs> come to all the top uh, agents around the, the country. All the top agents, and um, she had this big role. She was one of the nuns, and in 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 the in the 
but you know the biggest number in the show raise your voice all of the band cut out and she's holding the stage for about 32 bars so there's this build up one two three four all the music cuts out she forgets all the words and she goes bear in mind you've got everyone in the room every you know you know every head of department um lighting they shocked were they laughing well i think they were expecting it come that point they'd spent bloody three years with the girl I wonder why she didn't want to learn it. Or do you think she was just a bit lazy? I just don't think she could be asked. No, she could be bothered. Um, you, but you know my what? darling. Sorry, sorry to cut no, you no, off, please, Joshua. Just reminds me of a time that our Amy um, did her third year final show, which was um, what was it, darling? Merrily we roll along. Merrily we roll along, and there was a another Sunday. Another yeah. Sunday. I did Sweet Todd in, in at, at my <laughs> at my local polytechnic. Um, <laughs> uh, Amy did Merrily we roll along. But she didn't quite get the part you wanted, did you? Please tell our listeners what you did to secure the part. Well, oh, I don't know. I, I do feel very bad looking back now. It probably is one, not one of my greatest moments. So for the show, Merrily We Roll Along, I really got it stuck in my head that I wanted to play the part of Gussie. And everyone didn't make didn't make it any better because they were all like going, you're definitely going to get it. You're definitely going to get this role. You're so well suited to it. Blah, 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 blah. So anyway, I went for the audition. I got down to the final three, me and two other got girls. To got to the final. Got to the finals. Got to the Industry finals. Industry two, the finals. <laughs> Industry the finals. So I was in the finals, and uh, I was like, okay, felt really confident. They were giving me really good feedback. Anyway, one of the girls gets cut, and then it's just two of us in the final final. She gets cut, so she didn't actually physically get, get cut. She just got, you know, she just got dismissed. Um, and she was ensemble. Not good enough. Gashed. You're, uh, sorry, we're just going to cut you with some scissors. Um, anyway, final two. Final two. Obviously, I was feeling grey. I was like, this is amazing. The results came out on my birthday. So I was like, this is going to be the great day or probably the worst of my life to date so far. Very dramatic. Anyway, I got the, went up to the board, saw it all. I wasn't grassy. Very upset, had to take it. Oh, it's fine. It's <laughs> Crying in my room, having a mental breakdown. I would, called my mother about 54 times. She didn't understand it. Mum's not in the industry. You know, mum doesn't understand. Just understand. Carboot queen. Yeah, carboot queen. She doesn't understand. Oh, it's all right. Love you next time. Maybe next time. I said, no, I, you know, I need Maybe this. next time. Maybe this time. I'll be lucky. Well, I wasn't very lucky at all, actually. Anyway, so the other I'll girl right. got it. And then she was, she was basically, you know, industry terms, pissing about in rehearsals. Oh, my goodness. You know, really mm. mucking around. So the MD was getting cross with her because she kept turning up half drunk with her sunglasses on so then he said in january I, he said if i were you i would go and say something if it's going to annoy you that much so he was basically sort of egging me on a bit so then i was like i'm going to go and say something so i went and said i went and said oh god that's just our wine. three pound 49 wine for now <laughs> really spreading that wine mm. out here um oh disgusting anyway long story short i went and had a word yes i know very bad move with the director of the whole drama school and i said Look, this isn't on. Everyone's getting everyone's getting annoyed. Everyone's getting annoyed. Obviously, I was the most annoyed. I was seething. Next day, she's not there. The girl that's got the part because she's not been told to come in. In the end, we both Morse, yeah, coming, and we both ended up sharing the role. She went, "Raw, everybody, I got some news." (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm not going to say the name. It's got the role, but Amy will be sharing the role. <laughs> and part of me, and I, and I had to look around like, oh my God, this is so random. So random. <laughs> and, and I actually thought, Amy, what have you done? And I remember going back to my house and Anthony and Ben at the time who I was living with, they were like really annoyed with me. They're like, why have you done that? I said, I don't know. I think I was like a psychotic well, woman. Well, hun, it's a dog eat dog yeah. world. Do you know what? That is the biggest lesson that girl will ever, I ever do. learn. My man blooming watched me every night in bloody in the front row watching me giving me evil oh I, my I was just, god at least you set the tone for the industry but you know it's, <laughs> yeah. it's cutthroat it's, it's that was, that's it, probably the slyest thing I've ever done and I would never ever do anything again because I did enjoy it but it didn't feel the way it should have felt because Her I didn't hilarious. truly deserve well, I saw you role. in it three times you were very very good Thank very you, good man. and I never got to saw that girl do the role um, but I'm told you were better. Do you know what that? Do you know you start? Give us a little rendition of maybe this time again. Maybe this time I'll be lucky. That, that reminded me. Of, so Liza, I, so I, I Liza. I told you this. Over this time, um, so I was in the car listening to. Do you know Elaine Page does the Sunday show? Love it. Yeah. Every week. Every, yeah. Fantastic. Elaine Page on so, Sunday. So there was this big thing. It was like. Ladies and gentlemen, after the break, we've got brand new graduate from Arts Ed singing Maybe This Time. So there was this big, there was this massive thing, you know, the girl has obviously gone home to her family and said, like, guys, listen in this Sunday because I'm on the Elaine Page <laughs> oh, yeah, show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the Elaine Page show. It's going to be big. It's going to be this. Da, da, da. So she sang the whole song live, sang Maybe This Time live. It finished. And Elaine Page went, yes, darling, maybe next time. <laughs> Oh, no, she didn't. God. I swear she did. I swear to God that was is she true. That bad? Was she went, yes, darling, maybe next time. <laughs> was she really bad, the girl? Um, she was all right. Oh, Very that's, average. That's really mean, though, because... Well, she can't help it. She was speech impediment, darling. That, that is the reality of <laughs> the, the industry. industry. <laughs> so Right, we're running... Out of time, thick and fast. Right, Josh, tell us very quickly, when you graduated, what did you go on to do? You did. You had a couple of starring roles in the West End and national tours. Talk us um, through those. Celebrity friends. Uh, the life of glitz and glamour so arose, didn't I, it, darling? I, I graduated. I was very, very fortunate. I went to a critically acclaimed production of um, Land of Our Fathers that was run at Trafalgar Studios. and then Trafalgar um, Studios, three. <laughs> it's a nasty piece of work, but then... Uh, and then... Um, uh, yeah, so I, I I did that for sh- for a short while. Then that went on a UK tour. Did you not get bored of doing the same show for twelve months? Um, obviously, not being cast in any show, um, I would imagine does it not get boring. Uh, it, it does, but I it, like you you have lots of covers going on, and there's lots oh. of chops changes. So you you never really do the same show eight eight shows a week because it's always different. They change the flavour yeah. of the ice cream at the interval, yeah, yeah. so it keeps it really fresh, <laughs> really, it really fresh. fresh yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I did Land of Our Fathers, and then I went on a UK tour with that, which was fantastic. Like, how lucky and what a fantastic first job. Mm. Um, and then after that, <laughs> my first job. Oh, sorry, cut. We'll crack over that card factory. Amy, <laughs> what, what was your first job? Can you remember? Whatever. <laughs> Ever. Burger King. Wasn't Burger. It? Oh no, sorry, mine was Burger King. You were there was card factory. Josh's first job, West End show. West End show. No, no, I did a load of shit before that. Um, but that was my first professional job, and then I went, um, I went on to a play called A Judgment in Stone, which, as as Aaron said, was produced by Bill Kenwright mm. for a year. So I was, that's uh, incredible. Did you get to meet him? <laughs> yes. Did you direct it? 
Uh, he didn't direct it. No, he obviously he's, he's producer of the show. So he was in and out quite a lot. He, in all fairness, he's very hands-on. And I had a he nice guy. Lovely. Honestly, really. He, he, he was very generous with the cast. We got a lovely Christmas present, Easter what present. Did what did you get? What did you get? So I had a hamp. So the production opened in the January. We were rehearsing in the, in the December. So he mm. sent like a massive hamper <gasps> full of chutneys, artisan from cheeses. Lidl's. Yeah, it was all from Lidl. <laughs> family serve box of biscuits for everyone to share. Sponsored by Morrison. <laughs> oh, bless I know, and, lovely, and a though. packet of Twiglets. Oh, I love to share. Oh, I hate Twiglets. I love Twiglets. Um, no. In all fairness, he was a fantastic guy to work for. Aww. Lots of support. That's brilliant. And uh, did you, how many people were in that play? Uh, there was tw- uh, there was twelve uh, there was twelve characters in and it. And you did it for one know. year. Did it for a year wow. then. Um, and then we obviously had there was four understudies, one of which my understudy. Um, sorry, the, uh, obviously can't be seen. I'm 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 twenty five. I was playing a sixteen year old. My understudy, and this is no word of a lie, was a fifty two year old bald man. That was, what? <laughs> that was the that was the deputy stage manager. So they plonked a wig on his head. Luckily, I didn't have any show off. Why but was obviously he the we, we would have weekly um, cover runs. Yeah. And he would he would obviously have to you'd have to. Was he good? <laughs> The stage manager. Why, oh my god! Why did they gosh. put him on that role? A full professional production in the West End, and they put the stage manager as an understudy for a show. Amy would have done it. She loves stuff. <laughs> I'd shave my hair off. She loves stuff like that. <laughs> I'll shave my hair off. Was, oh it was my. just a few days ago. Our Amy here did a murder mystery job, didn't you, darling? Guilty. One more, to, one more to add to the list. One more job to add to that twenty-seven <laughs> job list. No, actually, it was really fun. I played a character called Sally Scrubs, and it was for a corporate a Christmas event. And at the beginning, I felt really... Have you ever done one before, Josh? No. Oh, no. God. At the first, I felt a bit nervous and awkward, to be honest, because I thought people were looking at me like I was an actual tit. I was walking around <laughs> with an apron on, a 1920s... From the 1920s, yeah, A 1920s, yeah. like, doily hat on, going, hello there, would you like any more wine? Would you like any more bread and butter? <laughs> They're going, oh, do you know if, there's, if like, the porn star martinis are coming out yet? And I was I don't know what that is, because all these people didn't know a murder mystery was about to take place. Yeah. Bearing in mind, I've never done one, so the... I just thought, thought, thought you were a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> the village Security, please. Security. They made me walk in first to set the scene. And, oh, dud. It was fun. Once we got started, but I found myself profusely sweating, so I was worried that all sweat was going to get on the food and stuff. Not <laughs> you know, I actually feel quite inadequate because I've been brought on as a, well... An industry professional, yeah. but it's it, it's you two that's actually working out there in the public eye at the yeah, moment. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> I'm actually very well. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, you're Aaron. doing a production of Elf oh, at the moment. Oh, head Elf at Elf School in Christchurch at the moment. Let me say about that at the moment. Are you at all? Uh, sadly, we're not very well. And it's a two-hander as well. It is a two-hander. Oh, another industry professional turn there. It is a two-hander. Uh, choreographed by Stephen Mia. Back to me. Okay, so my worst ever audition was my friend Anthony that I live with. He was very, very good at dancing. He is very good at dancing. I also also live with my other best friend, Ben. Anthony dragged us along to Pineapple Dance Studio. I also lived there at the time. Thank you very much. (laughs) Aaron was living on the fishing bed upstairs (laughs) in the West Wing. So we went to this Cats audition for Royal Caribbean in Pineapple. Obviously, hundreds of people were there. I said to Anthony, look, I really don't feel comfortable with this. I'm, I'm... 
by no means good enough dancer to be in Cats the musical like you know I like the comedy I like the murder mysteries I like the, I like dressing up as mascots down the local high street I'm not doing Cats the musical oh my god how are you ever going to get better if you don't go to these auditions just use it as, as, as an experience well that's what it was <laughs> that's what it was okay so we got to the audition we learnt the dance. Obviously, I couldn't see the choreographer because I stood at the back because I was embarrassed to be there. Didn't pick up any of the dance. And then she went, okay, guys, we're going to now put your numbers on your top. So we had to pin this big number to our top. And we're going to go in twos across the floor and do the choreography across across the floor in twos. So I was looking around going, who, who look good? I'm going to have to go with them. So I'm never going to get this job, but I've at least got to have a bit of dignity and copy someone else. Yeah. Who, got, who did I get put with? Ben. ben from my house. We love you, Ben. We, we love, love you, ben. ben. But Ben, we Ben was laughing because he didn't know the dance. Big Ben. Big Ben. Personality and stature. Yeah, we didn't know. We Ben Ben and I did not know the dance at all, like at all. Anyway, he was like, he was like, oh, Amy, it'll be funny. Just say it. it's a joke. But no, Ben, because there's loads of stunning girls here and a couple of fit blokes, and I'm about to, I'm about to cha-cha slide across Pineapple Dance Studios, and this is going to be the most embarrassing moment of my life. Anyway, Ben and I literally, like, I did some sort of really dodgy pirouette, and I just literally shimmied across the door, across the dance floor, sort of shuffling my shoulders, and I went. I literally went sorry and then I walked out and he was like what and I was like I'm so fuming I'm going I'm going and I just left I was so embarrassed so how long were you in the show for? (laughs) (laughs) and then I think I performed memory in total um, 142 times on board in the end right Josh we have run out of time oh do you know what that's so quick it's It's been an absolute pleasure um the hot tub steering at us through the double Oh, French we're going to get, so get for a dip get, now. Get, get in my Frenchies and get in there <laughs> automatically. Before we go, we always set a target for next week. Now, me and Amy have the same target, don't we? we do. On the count of three, we're going to cheers our glasses. One, two, three. <laughs> next week, we are going to stop drinking as much as we currently do. As much as we can. I'm not saying we're alcoholics. Uh, but we did get through three bottles of red wine last night and three bottles of Prosecco. Mm. Uh, we were but all in a hot tub and it was outrageous. We're on our holly bobs though, aren't we? we? Are. Oh, I hate that word. With my family. Okay, so yeah, our task is maybe to cut down a little bit mm. on the old alcohol. Oh, and, uh, but it's Christmas, darling, it, isn't it? It is it's Christmas. Christmas. Isn't it? yeah. Thank you so much for coming on anyway, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, thanks for having us on. Thank you, guys. Cheers and a very Merry Christmas. From I've been Aaron. And I've been Amy. And we are the Dorset Dumplings. Bye now.